Okay. Snap the elastic for the audience. No, that's gorgeous. <laughs> Those are really cute. Thank you. No, let me see. Let me let me put on my glasses here. I I do have two pairs of glasses. One so I can see your gorgeous body. Can you? Yes, I yes I am. No, no, no. Turn around. Turn around, turn around. Do you want the binoculars? Oh, my God, Kathy, do you see that? Yeah. No, I can't. I can't okay. That is, that oh is, that is a really cute butt. That is a cute butt. Good job. Okay, you can, uh, you can just stay right here. Stay in this line oh, of sight. Sit down. This she is good. Don't listen to him. Is, sit over here. This is good. <laughs> I like going, where we're here. headed with over this here. show. <laughs> you are welcome among us. Where's your... Uh, in there, we got... What? Oh, my headphones? Yeah, headphones would be good, but... I'm you, sorry, I was looking at the you, new... Cute you're distracted blood. by the nude get woman. A little, get a little distracted. Nude little girl here. I got my 18 pairs of panties. glasses here. I look like fucking Dexter from Mars. Mr. Magoo. All right, well, okay. We got uh, we got Mew. We got Belle. <laughs> Everyone has 19 names. We got everyone here. Hey, are you guys ready to do a show? All right, let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Don't flick my nipple! I can flick your nipple. Don't flick my nipple! Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and nipple tweak and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Woo! I'm Kathy. (laughs) Oh, wow. We're back to that, huh? Yeah. We're not paying much attention. And uh, who's over here? Anthony. Anthony. And notice that Anthony. Not on his cell phone this time. He has redeemed himself. His lips are glued his to the lips, mic muff. And he's on the mic muff. This is it. We have grown. You yes. said muff. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Going yeah. downhill fast. Going oh, down. Show one. Stop <laughs> flicking me, goddammit. Okay, so I was a little distracted. We have... Uh, we have uh, Joe's here. Joe, who uh, of the leather mask of fame. the leather mask fame, uh, has uh, a play partner here. Uh, what does she go by? Tiger. She goes by Tiger, and <laughs> Tiger is now uh, naked on our floor and being harnessed uh, in a. Spe- Did you make all these harnesses? Yes. These are amazing. This is amazing. She's got a just a fucking great body. Yeah. Jesus Christ. She, you're embarrassing her. That's fine. She can be embarrassed. She's, so She's naked on my fucking floor. I think she was coerced into being here. I think Joe coerced her. That is perfect. Well, then why is she smiling and laughing so much? <laughs> the horribleness. This is a great show. Yeah. Kathy, what the hell? I haven't seen you in like a week year. It. In a what year? A week year. Okay. That That's a hot fucking week. It's only been a week. It feels like a year. Oh, my God. A week year. I walked into the kitchen just now, and I saw what you've been up to. Uh, <laughs> your creative juices have run amok. And you've juices. got all kinds of bizarre shit going on in there. I'm lighting things on fire. That's yes. what's important. That's what you should do in a kitchen. You and Unger lighting things you on fire. Light I don't thing. get it. Fire. Unger! Fire. Unger! Yes, Boogie. That's very sedate. Unger, do we have a new chat room now? We we do have a new chat room we're using for the first time this evening. And is it working? 
It is working. It's a little difficult on um, my computer. Some on some cell phones currently. Okay, but uh, tablets and and laptops, it's working quite well. But it's it's working better than Tiny Chat. Yes, everyone is in. We have more people than normal, but I don't get a number at the top, so I actually have to sit here and count to get them. Oh, Jesus! So we do have quite a few people who I've never seen before. So all right, uh, new to the chat. And so uh, thank who, you. who do we have to thank for all this wonderful tech wizardry? This is Akatan. Akatan. This is all Akatan. Akatan. Yeah, we've been working. She's been with working that. very hard on it. She doesn't like being thanked for it, but thank you again, Akatan. <laughs> She's thank gonna you. be. Thank you. Vaginally, nice thank you. I let me tell you. Everybody, I read stick out your tongue and just oh, lick. Boy. This goes to you, oh, Akatan. It, all yeah. of us. And I and I posted last oh, week's show, which of course includes her. Um, her orgasm. Her orgasm. So, so between the thanking and reposting the orgasm, she's uh, having some fun this evening. That's good. Chat. That's so sweet. She hates genitals. Does she? She does. All of her, all of her oh, perverted yes, vocabularies right. are about Male torturing genitals. junk. Yeah. She's just an evil Girl person. But okay, cool. so good. So now we have a chat room. We got people here. We got hot naked chick on the floor. We got hot partially clothed chicks. I know it is warm. Mew, you really shouldn't have clothes on. You should really take those clothes off. That look at how easy that was. Oh, and that, she was, was, compl- quick. that <laughs> was quick. And you was naked. And you know, Bell. You know, just I mean, peer pressure. The others are doing it. The bar's been set. All she the took cool two people. Seconds, I just think the idea because it is warm in here. We have not yet uh, gotten the uh, heat in here. Oh, did you see what Mew said? What? Kathy. She's pointing at me, going, making like you can take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Boogie, I'll take my clothes off. Anthony, oh, <laughs> and that's our show. An- Anthony, you you just don't get it, do you? Oh my God! Oh, I just ah, uh, this is beautiful. You just did the sound for featured orgasm. I just ah. that that was that was my that was an internal male orgasm Ugh. without the quiver at the end. Because oh. if it would have been like ah. Oh. Then that's when it like starts it. That's when it jack gets jackrabbit. Yeah, like a jackrabbit. <laughs> okay, so now we have three uh, gorgeous naked women here. Yes, and, and uh, we're distracted and, uh, beyond all reason. And I, just... uh, I don't know. <laughs> at any time, you should start talking. Oh, Sandra right. donated a light. What? What? Sandra from Trannies and Trouble. Sandra from who Trannies hosts Trouble. the monthly teas or the semi-monthly teas party here. At, yes, at she Summer has been Podcast. helping me find better lighting because she obviously does a lot of videos and. Um, and so we've been talking about lighting, and some of the lights that she has are inexpensive, but they work really well. And we want to up our game with, you know, the Zoo of Videos and Perverted Podcast videos. So she told me these things, and she said, hey, I got a couple of these. They came in. They're not too much, and I want to donate one to the podcast. So it's one of those ones with the fucking umbrella and the thing. The really the, professional the, like, looking professional one. looking one. Like, fucking Jesus. So it's for not s- you and a light bulb? For 17 <laughs> fucking years, Kathy, I've been, like, literally, like, ripping light bulbs off of walls and like shoving tin foil behind him and going whoa it's good enough so now we have an actual professional light thank you thanks to sandra from sandra from trannies she's also trannies in trouble on uh fet life absolutely yes. so very good and we are going to get some other lights and stuff like that so that's very good uh i think we can skip over that but i'm just very excited that the perverted circus is back the perverted circus has was your brainchild from how long ago? That was the brainchild that was supposed to be encompassing everything that we do. The perverted podcast is a part of the perverted circus. Zua is a part of the perverted circus. Count Boogie songs, part of the, everything. All of the perverted entertainment was under the perverted circus. 
and so I had this whole, there's these philosophies and aliens and there's this whole thing and it's going to be like Rocky Horror Picture Show and different performances and characters and But luminaries. I always thought that the Perverted Circus just kind of died away. No, actually, it didn't just die away. Actually, I just fucked up and lost the domain <laughs> to the Aww. to the website, and then all of a sudden realized they just uh, deleted the website, and then, of course, they charged millions of dollars to get that back. But for some reason, they didn't, and they recirculated it, and I just checked after a year, and they had reposted it, and I fucking snagged Perverted Circus. I was actually really depressed about this. This is a long story I didn't really share with the listeners because I literally had an entire world domination plan that I had spent years putting together with the Perverted Circus. And so that's where the Perverted Podcast came from. Didn't this involve fauna, though? It, uh, yeah, it definitely yeah, involved fauna. And this was, this was it. And there was and a Solar, whole hierarchy. Sorry, sorry. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And luminaries and an inner circle and like this whole Rocky Horror, steampunky kind of thing that now we can start kind of leaning towards again, which is very exciting. Got that. Cool, cool. And then, uh, what? you know what? We don't do a lot. What, what Boogie? What don't we do a lot? We don't say hi uh, to our pee-pee zombies, zits, and, uh, and apocalypse like. masters. And apocalypse master echoes. And uh, echoes what? Remember we added a third for people who had listened to everything twice. Oh, that's right. That's right. There was one sick guy. There was that, one person who admitted it. That, Others have done it. That right? admitted, like, I just want to go back and listen to these shows again. Yes. We have uh, a pee-pee zombie apocalypse master that, echo. That is that is incredible. Well, we wanted to say hey to everyone and then uh, and let you know that it is special. We do have a lot of people that really spend a lot of time with us yes. and uh, enjoy uh, having no life with us. Yes. So it's together, always good not to have a life with other people. It is. It, it because helps. then it's, you know, it's better. It's a drink they share called loneliness, but it's better than drinking alone. Wow. You always accuse yeah. me of being nihilistic. Yeah, You're being all... Piano Man, Billy Joel, 1970 fucking 800. Piano Man is nihilistic. What? That's like he's singing there all alone and... Why is that nihilistic? He's got nothing good to say. I thought nihilism was when you're like in love with yourself. No, it's that's when you don't, narcissistic. That's narcissistic. It's nihilism is when you don't. Oh, believe nihilism! In anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep I have it mentally blocked I, out didn't because you do my epitaph because, because Kathy is epically nihilistic. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're yes. That was Your whole punk thing. That's nihilism. Okay, yeah. fair enough. All right, Kathy. Right. What what's too hot to give a fuck? Well, it was too. It was very very hot in the San Fernando Valley this last weekend. Okay. Crazy hot! It didn't the power go out here yes, in the valley at my house. Yeah, till quarter. Like a big chunk of the valley six. had no power. Really, no AC. I was, I was hanging out at a fucking IHOP after the party Saturday night till like five in the morning, Just. drinking that big. Thermos of coffee going. Why am I drinking this big thermos of coffee? You couldn't just go home and go. No, it was like a cool 88 degrees in the house, and I couldn't uh, even turn a fan on. I couldn't even get cell service because all the cell towers in my neighborhood oh didn't my. have power. There was, was nothing. Wow, you it were screwed. Yes. It was like pioneer life, but with a house. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you complain about things. We do complain a lot. I'm like, yeah. couldn't you just go to sleep? Yeah. It's no, hot in here right too, now. Yeah. It is hot in yeah. here. Yeah. We have not yet manipulated Tom to, uh, Into, uh, to, to steal us, us air us. conditioning. Don't say that on the radio. What? What's wrong with you? This is hush, hush, quiet. Oh, okay. For, for the listeners, ignore what Boogie just said. He will not edit this out. I'm not. I'm not. Whatever. But, no, it was. Uh, it was really hot, and Carrie came over, uh, and the three of us. She did. And you I have a hot, her. sweaty threesome. Well, I. You know, it, it did start to cool <laughs> off at some point, and there was some. 
nice there is sex section. But yeah, it was crazy fucking hot. How are threesomes going, by the way? Threesomes are... Because they were awkward at first. They're progressing. They this, were a little awkward at first. This is the second one. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I do have kind of permission from both of them, but I don't really want to go into detail just because, frankly, I find it a little boring to talk about my sex life. Isn't was it, there I a mean, little... Uh, Analingus in there to there was spark up the n- moment. I don't think I'm not into it. And creative explorer. Bung tongue. No, there was, you don't go I down got there. to watch them. Bung tongue. Totally have sex. Though. Really? That's a good. I can say that because you know I'm a big old voyeur. You're a voyeur. Yeah, and so um, I got to watch you know them do all this stuff. But they did. I explained. To, this is really funny. I explained to them that what I like is. You have to ignore me. You have to pretend I'm not there because that's what the whole voyeurism thing is. But they couldn't. And every once in a while, they'd stop and look over at me and go, ah, ah. Do you do things <laughs> like looking for validation? <laughs> this is my ass. You like this? And I'd go, stop looking at me. Girl, you like all this? <laughs> You're ruining it. They like lean over and spread a cheek yeah. and like be like, check out the eye, baby. Do you yeah, put well, on, no. like well, Groucho uh, glasses no. and nose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here. You don't see me. <laughs> Why didn't you go hide in the closet? Have you ever done that just to do it? No, I was bound and gagged. I couldn't move. <laughs> probably, you know? probably difficult to get into the exactly. closet. Exactly, but and hop gagged. into the closet. But well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, so fun. it's so it's improving. You, you guys are you guys are getting it. It's getting, it going. It's getting yeah. It's going along. Three way love. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's. We've done it the right way. Everybody's been tested, and then it's ready to go. And talked about all the rules and right. Yeah, it's good. All it's right. good when you, you're doing this with people who you trust and are mature and. You know that they're, they're not going to lie to you, and it's it's good. Anthony, any crazy uh, any crazy fun stuff happening this weekend? He had shenanigans this weekend. Just yeah, it was a wonderful weekend here. I mean, I thought I thought uh, Friday was pretty damn good, but then Saturday, you know, it was our thirty fifth anniversary party. Oh yeah, the ha- the the uh, luau. Yeah, we had a really good. There was class. plastic lays. Yeah, and even before the class was excellent, a w- woman's perspective on BDSM, and, and I mean, it was a very scholarly presentation. That was, was uh, Emily from uh, yes, Center for Positive Sexuality, yes, and right? That was fantastic. Uh, PositiveSexuality.org. Yes. We, we linked to them. Yes. And, uh, and then the party itself. I mean, it was something really cool about seeing everybody dress Hawaiian. Um, at some and then the the music the surf yeah, music yeah, it, and all was yeah really it started out Unger a little um, it's uh, Unger's uh, party isn't it? it I think it's Unger, Unger is that your hosting party no <laughs> <laughs> all, all I know that was an emphatic no all I know our host is, had another obligation I was covering it, for them is we oh. walk in and I understand it's a luau haha we wear Hawaiian shirts some plastic crappy lays and some balloons okay yeah yeah celebrate. But the idea of being in a BDSM club where people are ready to get all fucking animal and visceral and hearing like mele, kalike, laka, tiny bubbles, ukulele fucking music in the background, eh. just kind of a little bit of a boner killer. And after a while, some people are like, ha, ah, okay, that's that's campy. That's the problem with theme parties. Well, yeah. That's part of a lot of good surf music and stuff. Which yeah. Part of it, I, I, had okay. the, I had the surf and, and some loungy stuff and other stuff in the mix on Pandora, but it wasn't playing any of that for oh. whatever reason hmm. so i started a new surf mix and that was seemed a lot better yes i love that, that I, was I so that apparently hollywood I was daddy for just like Samoan came music. as himself right well that was sure. a beautiful part yeah. it's the first time he ever accidentally came in theme <laughs> <to this. laughs> like, no, that's just how he always dresses <laughs> but no it was a wonderful time i had a couple of good play scenes someone i've been meaning to play with for like nine months and they've just not been available and they surprise showed up and 
I guess it went really well because apparently we're going to do it again. Nice. And I was like, that. I love that the roofies how, how kicked how in. How unsure you are. You're <laughs> Good like, old I roofies. guess it went well, and we're probably well, going to do it again. No, no, it it apparently did. I got well, I got feedback that it did. I always I have my own. Experience, don't assume. Never, never assume. assume. If you're a dude, Kathy, you just don't you know? assume because yeah. when you assume, you just end up getting butt hurt because yeah. What, it's, do girls lie to you guys and then turn around later and say, I No, it? just yeah. whatever they say, you don't take it for well, granted. You just, you know, right. they could, because things can, I, I'm sure guys are like this too, but I don't play with guys, but but everyone in that moment when the endorphins and everything are going great, you know, the, you know everything a-okay, and then they have some time to process it and actually, you know, they reflect back on it and then maybe they see all this you know this gorgeous you know oh you know thing that is boogie and and maybe and then they kind of go oh wow i really <laughs> lowered my bar on that one <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to to say. As a, yes, oh, no, just lowering the bar if they're playing with me. I mean, yeah, yeah. So I mean, at the bottom of the, of the we all uh, we point. all we all get it, you know. So none of us are fucking pretty dudes. So so you kind of if they say they have a great time, you give them like the three day and you let them see, and then you know if they come back, then you're like, all right, well maybe they did have a I good wait time till tomorrow. But don't sucker yourself. You get we know people that get like buried into that those expectations. Oh yeah, you know where like it's like oh my god, this chick's in love with me. No, she's not. Right, she is not. I think I know who you're talking. About. Yes, you do. She's not in love with you. <laughs> so you know. So yeah, I, I'm I'm with Anthony yeah, on that. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, no, but it was great. You know, the other thing too, there was just an energy to, to Saturday night here. Um, there was someone I've seen for months and months. They've had a lot of health issues, and they haven't really played in a long time, even though they have a long history, like I'm talking decade plus. Sure. And um, for some reason, not only did they feel comfortable playing, they switched roles in a way that they never do. And, and, and I've been watching them post about it on FetLife almost nonstop for the last two days. And so, I mean, there was something that just swept people up, I felt. That's, I was, that's why I said to you in the kitchen, I was sorry you weren't here this weekend. Hmm. Sounds like you had a pretty good time at uh, home. I had but, a good time. I did not want to leave. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. The energy uh, threshold, I got to say, over the last few years, that, that, that idea of people really being able to express themselves and, and try something, uh, everyone's really created that environment. Yeah, it really has been a lot of switching, a lot of people trying things and and feeling comfortable for doing it. And I know, you know, like just as recently as five, seven years ago, you know, people were still very mm. kind of like, oh, I want to try something, but you know, I don't, I don't know what people are going to think of me and and whatever. And and it really is, at least here, nobody gives a fuck. Right. It really doesn't affect you one way or the other. Just just hopefully you're having a great time. Yeah, I'm just always thrilled when they'll stay in the room for the whole hour. Was that out loud? Oh, you mean yes, the, it was. <laughs> oh, you mean when the girl actually doesn't red out and fucking run out of the room? <laughs> I hate that. It's so awkward. You know how hard it was just getting the, you to come in here. The DM gets involved. <laughs> oh People start God. looking at you dirty for like the, I for did something wrong. The record that wrong. has never happened uh-huh. <laughs> to me. <laughs> as far as you know, lucky you. <laughs> that makes one of us. All right, you. Please, show me your vagina. Thank you. Turn around, show me your butthole. Okay. Thank you. There you go. Oh, that's so cute. You have the cutest little butthole. You got a cute little butthole. Little butthole. That's a good meal. Thank you, Mew. <laughs> a good meal. She's like, so what are you going to do about this? <sighs> All right, I, I, don't, I had a chicken steroid incident. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If I, I, okay. 
real quick. <laughs> so I got that rash. I told you I was on prednisone, which is a fucking steroid, which makes me a little insane and grumpy and aggressive. Insane-er. Insane-er. And sure enough, I was pretty good. I only had one breakdown that Mew had to sit through. I don't know. I raged at the internet. And she just kind of sat there. Okay, I'm just going to fucking... I'm just like, <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm just going to play my fucking jumping carp game fucking thing and uh so that was fine but then i went to walmart and i bought some chicken and then i came back and i separated my chicken skinless breast so i can eat right and then you know it comes now it has that like fucking cotex thing that they fill with the beads that soak up all the things and stuff and it's much thicker than the whatever and so after i take the chicken out i i pick it up and I go, this fucking thing weighs a lot. This empty container weighs a lot. So I weighed it. And it weighed a fucking pound. And so in my fucking steroid rage, <laughs> I go, God damn it, I'm being ripped off. Three ninety nine for a fucking pound of styrofoam and fucking chicken cotex. I'm going to make a video. Oh, no. <laughs> so I get the camera and I'm like, hey, everybody, Cam Boogie from Perverted Podcast. You see this shit? Weighed it. Put it on the thing. Paying three ninety nine a pound for styrofoam. Does that piss you off? Kind of pisses me off. <laughs> Fucking posted it. Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Yeah. Fucking justice. Going to fucking start a revolution. This is like your your people. People are going to fucking people are going to fucking figure this out. Being ripped off the man, like literally within four minutes, like eighteen people responded with the same response. They weigh the chicken before they put it in the package, (laughs) asshole. Oh, boogie! Never mind. (laughs) So. And just that moment of just like, well, okay, that's a possibility. I'm not going to argue with you. I didn't investigate that prior, and I will continue to do research, but... but and delete that off Facebook. <laughs> delete that off Mew, where were you when this was going she on? Why did even, you stop him? So, like, literally, like, 25 people saw my fucking steroid psycho rage. and It was roid rage. It was my <laughs> roid rage, chicken roid rage. Just another day on bad life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, is freaky. The type of things you see on bad life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Anthony should have said that. What? But as usual, what she said was his chicken roid rage. We didn't know until the last minute. All right, this is from our friend Laz. Is Laz in there? Who is a peepee zombie? Yes, he is. Is peepee uh, zombie? Why are you smiling like that? Apocalypse master. What? Uh, Unger relates on chicken rage. What? The actual order of the board. What? Oh, <laughs> you know, we'll get back I'm, to you next. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm used to being forgotten and ignored. <laughs> oh my go god, ahead. the go fucking ahead. no, no, no! Do the thing, no. and we will get back to him next. That's oh. fine. Just I'm used to it. I'm cool yeah. with it. Oh god, you Unger's fucking, like that's okay. Hello, butthurt, my old friends. Uh. I've come to butthurt you again. I have to make that jingle. 
Okay, go. You should, and put it on there so we can press the button during the show. (laughs) Okay. So Laz wrote a post called Just a Little Dom, and he says, To look at me, you wouldn't immediately think Dom. I'm sweet, I'm silly, I'm caring. I've even been called a little because I'm just a big kid. So I have to interject here. He goes into this long part of the story that's pretty important, and he's discussing his rage issues and how it started to get really bad to the point where he was once in his past was working and almost came to blows with uh, somebody that came into his store and it got really, really bad for him. And it was at that point that he decided he really needs to take care of these rage issues. So he did. And he said, I vowed to never let my rage get the better of me again. And so became the upbeat kidder that all who know me know me to be. That is until the other night when I was having a sleepover with a little I know. It was meant to be a fairly tame evening of jammies and cuddles. I'm usually the giver because it allows me to be in control. But she likes to provide pleasure also and started insisting that she be allowed to do so. I faltered. I don't take. It's not something I do. It threatens my rageaholic sobriety. So when she nearly pleaded with me, I started to get upset. And that's when it happened. I decided to give her what she said she wanted. So I straddled her face and shoved my suddenly hard dick in her mouth. I grabbed her head and fucked her pie hole. I slapped my cock across her face. I called her a dirty little slut in a deep voice and made her call me sir. It was a fucking revelation. And she loved it, as did I. The only problem was we hadn't negotiated any of this. It was sudden and spontaneous and could have gone very, very badly. (laughs) But luckily it went fucking great. What should I do? Afterwards, we couldn't believe it. She never knew I had that in me. Neither did I, uh, really, since I thought I'd successfully shut that shit down. So now I'm reevaluating what all this means. I know something about myself now that I've never allowed myself to know before. I know that I'm a caregiver and I'm a mentor and a confidant, but I had no fucking idea that I was, in fact, just a little dumb. Just a little. T- I just like the glad it works out. I know. <laughs> Raped her mouth, slapped my cock on her face, fucking screamed and yelled at her. We had a scene like that uh, this weekend, didn't we, Mew? Yeah, we kind of did. Hmm. It's just but you those guys know each other. No, you- well, it was it was yeah, it was someone we played with. But yeah, it, that that aggressive moment happened, and you know, and we had talked about that, and this person had. Uh, you know, their kind of things they were getting through. And so there was a lot of holding down. We didn't necessarily negotiate it, but, but you just, you know, it's glad it's good when it works out. <laughs> Police don't show up the next day. <laughs> but that's what happens uh, in, in the post. It's clear that, that he, they know, they've known each other and this is the, in a, is not a brand new relationship. Sure. Right. So sometimes shit like that happens with people you've been playing with for a while, people, you know, pretty well. And you let that guard down. But what I, I think it's, it's good, and this is, it really is a reoccurring thing. And I think I even mentioned this to you in, in the kitchen. Um, unless you are one of those natural born dominants where you literally came out of the womb telling people what to do. Cut this cord. Let's cut now. this cord now and call me <laughs> sir. I do that to doms all the time online. I go, you motherfucker, when you were three years, natural born dom, when you were three years old, your mama smacked your fucking face like a little bitch and told you what to do. There's no such thing as a natural born dom. Get over it. But anyway, for those that really feel they are natural born doms, it's a little, little rant of mine. For the rest of us, there's a process that you have to kind of go through. And, I mean, of course, you're a natural-born sociopath, and you can be a natural-born psychopath. Um, but for, I think for most, um, most, and I don't even think this is gender-specific. I think for most 
dominance um, that come into dominance, there's a process of where you put yourself in check. Because, especially if you're coming from the non-kink into the kink, uh, at that moment, you have all these preconceived notions of what it's like you're hitting somebody, especially if you're a guy, you're hitting a woman. So there's that natural progression of all these restrictions that you put on yourself. That if you break those restrictions, then somehow you are now that thing that you hated before you got in the lifestyle and understood that women actually like some of these things. So I, I really, when I read this, whenever I read this, it's just kind of a reoccurring thing for me that I go back to that time where I started allowing that dominance to come out. And and because I also have the same I mean, Jesus Christ, I freak out over chicken. Um, So I have those same anger issues when it comes time to actually deal with a human. Some of those were really kind of traumatic things that I had to overcome in order to allow myself to let someone have that part of me. Anthony, any thoughts? Well, it's funny. That's the first time I was hearing that post as you read it, but um, I relate a lot to how he describes himself. I had said it on the show recently, and I just wrote it on Fat Life as I, I like to write little facts about myself sometimes. I, I'm, it's jokey, but it's not. It's actually kind of accurate. I do think of myself as kind of the golden retriever of doms. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of guys want to be a pit bull or a wolf or a fox because they're all domly. And sure. you know, I'm a fucking golden retriever. Everyone loves a golden retriever, you know. But don't back them in the corner, man. You know, golden retriever could be a dick too if he feels threatened. And I certainly have got that rage issue thing. I mean, there were a couple of times a long time ago, like twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, where. I can remember, like, getting out of my car, going after someone, thinking I may get hurt here, but these guys are never going to forget today. And thank God those didn't go all the way. I mean, wow. so, I mean, yeah, it's gotten that way a few times, and it's horrifying when that happens. And then you're like, wow, thank God that didn't go where it could have gone. Um, and so it's there, and, and I found the same thing that I was thinking about it while he was, you were reading it, the description, and you said it already. It sounds like someone he kind of knew he's played with a bunch of times. Yeah. That's a much different thing than the first time you've played with someone, and if something like that happened, yeah, I'd be, oh, yeah, that got a little out of hand. But, oh, yeah. But, I mean, there is a certain unwritten shorthand, whether you specifically negotiate everything up front or not with someone you've played with a bunch, that you, you kind of start to get a feel for. And plus, it's not like anyone is not free at any moment there to say, okay, this is going a little too far, right? Right. So I don't necessarily... Well, you know, I mean, even though maybe it's, we're not talking about a rape issue where someone's going to go to jail, it's still, there's a fear of losing a play partner. Right. You know, right. so even if it doesn't go to the assault level or whatever, it's still, there's kind of that, that, that fear that I'm going to do something that's going to make this person go, oh, this, this person doesn't have the control that I need. Right. So I think, uh, I think that's, that's more present of a risk than the actual rape or assault. And it's, it is risk-aware, consensual sure. kink. Sure, absolutely. And, and something I wanted to point out. Oh, go ahead, you first. I was going to say, that's one of the, my big learning experience for me in this last year is that, and you guys have I know Boogie said it before, you're going to fuck up. Sometimes, and that was a big one for me. It's like mistakes happen. That's the risk aware part. Um, whoops, I hit you in the wrong place, kind of thing, or I hit you harder than I meant to. I left a mark, I didn't mean to. Right, mistakes happen. Um, 
and it's not like the end of the world. It, uh, you deal with it, you address it, you, you try not to do it again, but mistakes happen. Oh, absolutely. One of the things that I, I just wanted before we uh, get out of this um, that I didn't address is, is a part of me, and this is all real new to me, and this was where he talked about being willing to accept that in the post, you didn't read it, but the person was basically like trying to beg him, please, can I suck your dick? I like doing this. Um, which sounds funny, uh, but I relate to it, and I know a lot of guys relate to it because I like that total control, and I have that whole bargaining thing in my head raised by wild Jews in the wilderness. <laughs> Everything has a fucking price tag on it, and so if I let you give things to me, then somehow I'm vulnerable to you, so I don't let anybody give to me. I mean, that was a real conflict, especially in, in bed and play. It was a real conflict because, and and people would say this, and I would kind of blow it off, but it really is true. If you're always the one that's doing the giving, then you're actually kind of, in some ways, being a selfish prick because you're not allowing that other person to enjoy the part of them that wants to give. So all of that, like, no, I don't want a blowjob. No, I don't want to do this. Don't rub my back. Don't do something for me. Don't wash my dishes. Don't, you know, any of these service things. Don't do those things because I want to kind of keep that control. When you start giving up that control, you really start to open up your partner. And not even necessarily just in a submission uh, type of way, but just in a human-to-human interaction kind of way. Like, just just recently, I mean, uh, Mew has been, you know, Mew gets the rolling pin. You know, my legs are fucked up. My back is fucked up. Um, Mew gets the rolling pin and just, like, starts grinding out my calves and my lower back to give me some relief. Um, she'll come behind me now when I'm on the computer and pet my head and just kind of give me, like, little head scratches. And for the first time in fucking 40-whatever-fucking-years, I'm able to finally just take that. And it was a huge deal to just let down my guard and go, you know what? I actually like having my fucking head scratched. It's okay to admit that. I actually like when someone does something. Anthony, I will fucking, I will butt fuck your mouth with a rolling pin. <laughs> what? I'm trying to picture it to figure out whether or not that's a bad thing. <laughs> He's like reaching out to give me fucking scratches. No. It, so you can relate to that to him when he says, absolutely, I don't that, take. That, that don't take. But I also want to tell Laz and, and all the other dudes out there, because it was said so many times to me, but what's going to happen? And this is what I found. If you don't allow your partner to give to you on some level to where they feel that satisfaction as a human being to give to you, they're either going to become bitter or they're going to become selfish. Because they're going to go, okay, well, this isn't it. And then I've seen it. I've seen it with me to where they actually turn very dickish. Well, give, give, give me more. Fucking give me more then, because there's kind of like they don't feel that reciprocation able to happen. So it kind of starts to a part of them they aren't able to express. So sometimes negative behaviors come as a result of that. Mm-hmm. I've seen it multiple times. Very interesting. It's good. Yeah, I like this. I like the post. Thank you, to Laz. Uh, I like now we can the finally. Uh... Here's what people saying in the pinky chat room. Don't expect it to make any sense. <laughs> Unger! Yes, Boogie. <laughs> Hi. Thank um. you for remembering me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unger, you know we love you. 
I, 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 I don't anymore. <laughs> we got to be loving on Unger some more. Jesus Christ. Would you oh, like your pouting. head scratched? Oh, my are God. You, Unger's pouting. Arms crossed. Would you like your head scratched? His arms are crossed <laughs> and his lower lip was jutting out, man. She, you uh-huh. know, a bird's going to shit on that lip. I don't see... <laughs> It's going to fly right by, and it's going to be a big turd, right? No, your forehead will not stop. I don't see Unger, Unger very often. Unger, you had a question for the Wow, room, look you? at him. I, oh, my God, he's pouting. <laughs> Jesus, shit. Unger. Yes, Boogie. <laughs> did you ask the chat room a question? I actually did. What was that question, Unger? So the question is: It was, what is the weirdest food you have eaten and i've had to multiple times <laughs> determine if something was food or not and one is still iffy too many littles in there is what it is <laughs> are they talking about play-doh like and iffy, paste? Like no 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 there's one that's kind of that is kind of iffy. oh my god tiger just stood up and her little ass just wiggled <laughs> and it just literally because she's got that firm little ad and it just went, keep your head just, in the game I'm sorry yes once under, again weird foods and, oh, oh my aw. god he's see what happens you know what? I'm okay with it. it. You know what? Girl. Fuck Unger. He'll grow up and fucking <laughs> deal with it. There's a fucking hot ass right here in my face. What did they say, Unger? Give- so we got quite a list, actually. Um, Xcord, uh, jellyfish and snails, Akatan, oh. Balut and Durian, uh, Rogue 19, Iguana and Gator. The weird one that I'm not sure if it was food or not, but I'm going to throw it out there. Trixie Aria, Worm. Um Oh, Wet Shave Master, Haggis, Haggis, Ace, Sunflower Hot Seeds. Hobbins and Hobbins now, and Fun Fox, Fun Fox has had the best list so far, um, and and I think there's some things that I haven't even had that she's had, and I've, I haven't even listed all the stuff I've had. But uh, snails, dried bugs, uh, baked Alaska, and Haggis. What the hell's baked, baked Alaska? Alaska? Why is that in there? That's not uh, weird. Well, it's, it's what not is that a normal thing? I mean, do you just go to Alaska and dig up again? some dirt? It's not I mean, a normal thing that you have that's, every day. I guess that's true. Now, uh, the other one. What is baked Alaska? Everything but snails I've also had on the. On yeah, that I'm list. with Boogie. What the hell is baked Alaska? I got to look it up. I don't remember. It's a dessert. It it's a dessert, but anyway. It's a but, dessert that you light on fire. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> rain fire. or something. All right, the fire. Wet Shave Master and Fun Fox also haggis. But Fun Fox had the best one so far and that's led to a really weird chat no um, a oh really yeah. weird chat <laughs> fun fox served reindeer pate <gasps> no now i i like <laughs> i've eaten elk I've eaten deer so to me this isn't reindeer. that weird yeah but she served uh, i think she if i remember correctly on christmas <laughs> this is Fun Fox? Yes. Isn't she the one that had PP carved into her? Yeah, I believe yes. it is. Did she put little bells, jingle bells around so, it, a little so, picture yeah, of Rudolph? She served reindeer pate on Christmas. So that led us to talking about serving bunnies on Easter. Oh. And, and and this has led to us making our own version of turducken with stranger foods. <laughs> the hell's turducken? <laughs> a turkey <laughs> and oh, a duck and a chicken. Duck and chicken. They put it inside a of turkey chicken. inside of a duck inside no, it's of the other a way chicken. around it's a, it's a duck inside a chicken inside a turkey because ah, yeah. you're not going to fit a turkey inside a duck that's not going to work <laughs> you could if you push I really so hard so. i mean yeah I'm but then the duck sure with a proper food processor <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay, yeah so yeah. what crazy turducken so, things so do you have happen last time i checked we were at a carrot inside a rabbit inside a snake inside another snake because <laughs> some snakes eat snakes inside a mongoose or and that led to instead of a mongoose, a honey badger, because honey badger doesn't give a fuck, oh <laughs> especially with a God. snake up its ass. I'd eat it. 
That chat room <laughs> look, gone As off long the as rails. there's hot sauce in it, the worst. Wait, wait, wait. The, and now we're asking about who's, e- who's eating Chuck Norris. So I don't know where the chat's <laughs> gone since I started talking to you guys. Pay attention to that chat. That is. It, uh, it just kind of went soda and then honey badger again and then who eats Chuck Norris. And, and oh. pervertedpodcast.com. <laughs> click the live chat button. Every Monday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We and have, you can join in these. Yeah, we have 17 people in there right now. It's their own little world. We have it 17 is their own people, which world. is near a record. I think our record was 18. And a bunch of new good. people. Well, And they're contributing. Good. As long as you have hot sauce on it. So, yeah. like, like Rogue 19, Trixie Aria, brand new people. So, welcome. Yay. All right. Uh, what's the weirdest thing? Alaska. It is a uh, dessert food consisting of ice cream and cake topped with brown meringue. I had it on my 21st That's birthday. That's a it's like really weird good. food. Yeah. It's I just had it in Hawaii. That's hardcore. Really By really the way, cool. Jesus Boogie, you coined a great catchphrase for a creeper at the dungeon. What? I'd eat it. Just uh, walk yeah. around on that. That's been said a lot. I'd eat it. Who would be eaten in What's the, the weirdest thing you ever ate? Kathy? Yeah. Tongue. Tongue? Oh, yeah, beef tongue. I've had that. That's good. I you had, had it when I was a kid, and I didn't know what it was, and I liked it. And then as a teenager, I realized out. what it Have was. Have you ever had like, brains? I can't eat this again. Yeah. No, it was offered to me. I just couldn't do it. All right, so I'm in Mexico, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm hanging out with some possibly scandalous people. <laughs> and no like, and we ate, you know, the, you go to the regular, this was like in, ah, fucking where was it? It was like outside of Vallarta and the, by the fucking jungles and shit. So, um, no, not Vallarta Supermarket <laughs> in Los Angeles. <laughs> Formerly Vaughn's. Which, by the way, for our listeners that don't know a Vallarta, uh, Puerto Vallarta Supermarket, it's like a fucking happy place. Because they like, play loud fucking it's Mexican, all Mexican food. Yeah, it's all yeah. Mexican foods and, you know, banda music and shit. It's like a festival. You go to our crappy markets and it's just like... Muzak and shit. Dun, dun, but anyway, dun, no, this dun, was a weird Puerto Vallarta, whatever in Mexico, Jalisco, whatever. So uh, so they actually have, you know, wherever in this city, they have like the regular place where you can get camarones, you know, and shrimp tacos and the regular tacos. And then they have an actual restaurant that serves nothing but like guts. Just gut, what is it? Traditionals, you know, and guts and brains. And so the fucking like the scandalous people are like, yeah, we're going to fucking this place afterwards. So and I'm like, all right, well, I'm here to be down. You know, I'm cool. <laughs> and we sit in there and I'm like, so <laughs> I lean over to, to my compadre and I go, hey, uh, you know, is it like chicken or something? He's like, no, no, bro. Because I'm dumb, white. I don't speak that much. I didn't read the sign that said this is all fucking guts and fucking horror movie gore on a taco Ew. so i'm like is, is what <laughs> and he's like no dude you're gonna eat brains and i said why why would i do that and he just points at some of the people around the table and i'm like well, i guess i'm gonna eat some fucking brains so uh, so they put it in a taco and you know what i'm not a religious man anymore but praise fucking jesus for tapatio hot sauce um <laughs> Because if you put enough fucking hot sauce on something, you could swallow anything. And I put that shit in my mouth. And, of course, they're all watching the dumb white guy eat the fucking brains. And they're all looking. And I go ahead. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, let's do this. Tapatio, tapatio, please. Jesus. <laughs> fucking in heaven burn every fucking cell out of my fucking tongue. And I shoved the thing in my mouth. And it just felt like I like just sucked off a horse or something. And it squirted horse cum in my mouth. How I kind of picture it. And that's what it tasted like with hot sauce. <laughs> Tapatio did not fucking save me. 
and yeah, I and they look at me and I just gave this look and I just kind of you know that chew when you're just staring someone down but they know and you know that this is not a pleasurable experience. You did a Paul Newman eating and just, hard boiled eggs. I'm like I'm like hmm yeah hmm. <laughs> And they're all, get his mask. No, no, fucking cool. Cool, just one. Just one, bro. Just one. Uh, I'm going to go lay in a corner now and ram fucking. I just grabbed like a horse hoof off the floor to fucking make myself throw up. Okay. I think we're done. All right, good. With the disgusting brain eating Sorry. Talk. Sorry. Gross. Yeah, definitely don't get into that Chinese monkey brain thing. Ah. I heard about that one, right? I don't want to yeah, know. Yeah, there's some I'm good. trying to get grossed out here. There's some bad. good stuff. I'd eat it. <laughs> I like how he was saying that, and I was just literally staring right at Belle. And just, she's all cute and naked, and naked. she's got her hands covering her little area and i'm just like looking at it and then he says i'd eat it <laughs> and it's true Here. what a perv you know i'm not even recording right <laughs> just you know 110 episodes i've never recorded one i just sit here and you convince and it's old episodes amazing <laughs> I, she does she looks over oh i'm looking i go i don't even care this is so awesome i love our show i don't care if it's 300 degrees right in now so what's in Perverted Mailbox? Uh, Ari wrote us, and she says, I have been binging for the last month or so and have finally gotten the balls to reach out. I'd like to say thank you to all of you involved in the show for being such a resource to newbies like myself. I have felt such disgust and shame for so many years in regards to my sexuality. I am now releasing myself from those burdens. I am a whore in the best way possible. My husband and I are experimenting with poly, light BDSM, and are loving every moment shamelessly. Bravo, Do you Ari. see, Unger? People do care about you. <laughs> We're talking about throwing stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning off his mic. He's moved on. Well, Joe. thank you very much to our new listener. And, uh, it is she nice. might come down to the show. It is, nice to, it is nice to hear those stories. It is why we do this and, and, and realize that so many people don't have a community. Yeah. And, and we're like it. So you poor bastards, you got to hear brain and chicken steroid stories. But, yeah. uh, you know, you get through. That's the torment we put you through. Is that it? Was that the only? Yeah, that was only Th- one. That was one it? Word. Yeah, I'm spacing them out. Oh. If you have any uh, things to tell us, anything you want to share with us, please email us at pervertedpodcasts at gmail.com. There's always a kink you don't know about yet. So let's learn one now on Fetish Roulette. Here we go, kids. Uh, get your notes. Wait, let me get my glasses. I gotta, your two glasses? I gotta, yes. So Why I do can, you have to wear two glasses? Well, because I'm blind. Because notice these broke and this. I got to make this thing and they magnet in the front. And It they, makes your eyes look huge. I'm looking at mm. bug-eyed man here. Well, you know, I, I, can, I can't see. And so now, ah, look <laughs> at this. <laughs> All right. This is the fetish uh, roulette that was picked last week. I forget who picked it last week. Somebody did pulled it out of the thing, huh? Yeah, tree, tree bark. bark. Yes, that's right. Tree bark. Joe remembers. <laughs> tree bark. That's a sexy girl too. Oh my god, I, lo- I am girl crazy. You are. Stop it. I am absolutely girl crazy. Yes, there is you are. no. There is no. Forty nine years old doesn't fucking matter, dude. I. You just. What is it about you? What is this power they have over me? 
You're never going to figure that out. I don't know. But I'm going to ask some questions. Here's our fetish roulette. Does it wetten your hog hole to eat from a dog bowl? Oh, that's bad. That one's bad. If so. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mew. (laughs) If someone wiggles a ball of yarn, will you savagely claw their arm? Hmm? That one was good. Okay, Belle. (laughs) Does your mate... Make a fake poo and then chew on your shoe? If you said yes to any of these, you might be into pet play, which I think we did this already, but we're going to do it again. You, I better be. Shut up. Don't make me throw poo at you. This is not my segment. It's yours. I will throw poo. Fake poo. Fake poo. That's true. Please make fake poo. Pet play is a human taking on the personality and behaviors of a species of animal they either connect to or are curious about role-playing. They can either be silly and playful or fully engulfed in a primal trance where the individual loses touch with human reality and actually views the world through the mind of that animal. There is usually a trainer or owner of some sorts that creates a safe and inspired environment with certain boundaries, rewards, and disciplines for various behaviors. Pet play can, but is not always sexualized, depending on the desire of the pet's owners involved. You can be a kitty, puppy, bunny, pony, iguana, fox, lemming, or a three-toed sloth, and it's all good. Most pet players stick with one pet identity, but some do switch and experiment. Let us now talk about our experiences with pet play. Yes. Me? No, the fucking table. Yes, Why not you. Anthony? I'd eat it. Um, <laughs> no, I've, I've pretty much, my, most of my experience have been with kitty play. Uh, the girls seem to sure. really now you Are kids. you the kitty or you take on the no, trainer? No, no, no. I, I have absolutely no interest in, in that. As I told you, really? I'm the golden retriever of tops, but so. that's more of a, a metaphor. So you would be more the owner or trainer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I... I I don't know. For me, I guess it's it's not one of my more favorites, but I, I do enjoy the fact that when I'm playing with someone, they enjoy it, you know? Um, so I have a few collars and leashes and that kind of stuff. And um, actually, actually, that can be kind of fun. I, for a while, I was on a tear of buying little felt mice and stuff to throw around the dungeon and watch how fast see who, they chase See who out. chases it yeah, down. Yeah, and some of them are just shockingly fast and efficient. They really go after that shit. So, so yeah, that can be kind of fun. And, uh yeah, there's something that that kind of does it for me to see see them on a, on a drink stuff from a bowl and stuff. That's kind of hot, spending on the stuff. No, yeah, right, kind of dehumanizing right. your. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and there's nothing. Says now, I is, love now you when like you that. when you look at the dehumanizing part, are you seeing that as a negative, like a humiliation kind of thing, or is uh, is it just that they're leaving human and becoming an animal? Is it a positive thing? Huh. I guess for me, it's a it's a little bit of a mind fucky. Uh, I'm viewing them as a human being willing to be that for a while, right? So and, and so there is a little bit of a so there is that power exchange yeah, where they're actually exactly it's very much a power exchangey thing for me, yeah, hmm. yeah. But I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to be re- Anthony always willing to learn. Yes, I am. Mew will throw a ball of yarn in front of you <laughs> in a little bit and see how you do with it. All right. I don't have a lot of experience as a pet, even though I do have a pet side of me sure but um i've never really felt that comfortable playing with anybody although it just comes out once in a while just growling and but it's definitely in me just like little you know it's amazing how many parts of me there are that i squelch down and never let out uh, you know my inner puppy is probably one of those it's kind of sad but i do so where love do we, where's the hole where do we poke the hole 
to have that leak out. Don't poke my hole, man. I don't want to poke your don't hog hole. Don't be poking hole. my hole. Let me get into your hog hole. What, what is that? Make you drink out of a dog. It just rhymed with dog bowl. Hog hole. It just dog made bowl. me laugh. Oh. Nobody else but me. I don't know. I got to find a partner who wants to play with. You know. Oh, so so it really is. You're you're okay with it. You just need to find someone that you're comfortable enough to have yes. to be a trainer for. For me to trust somebody, it takes a lot. Okay. So it took Creative Explorers, an insanely patient guy, and because of that, we're able to explore uh, some intense power exchange that I don't usually do with anybody. And but as far as the pet play, that's what you do with him. And he is he's the animal. The, yes, he when we do pet animal. play, he's the puppy. Right. Yeah, we were going to do it. This last weekend, it was so fucking hot. And uh, but sometimes I'll say, "Hey, can we do puppy tonight?" Because he actually he he needs to be in that puppy head space in and order he goes, to shut his mind down. He goes to that trance place, which yes. isn't everybody. It's actually literally, I would say, a smaller percentage of people that do pet play actually go into what would be considered like the trance where an you altered li- state. Yeah, yeah. Kind of an altered state, yeah. but he does that. What is that like? He for does. Him? And he, and he actually needs it. He, fe- he starts to feel the strain if it's more than a few months go by without having done it. So it, it's a form of almost meditation for him, but um, it's, in, it's intense. The first time I saw it, I was convinced that no, it's not going to be like he and, and his girlfriend told me about It's not like he's re- gone. It, it's, it's him pretending he's role playing, and then he went into puppy head space, and I'm like, oh, that sh- he has left the room. He's no longer here. That is an animal down there, and it was isn't it amazing? It, it is. That? It is amazing because it was in his. It, as much as it little, kind of freaked me out a little in the beginning, it was in his place. It was with people I trusted, and so I was able to just let that go and watch what was happening, and. Um, yeah, he's just totally gone. And so the more I saw that, the more I started to interact with him really as a dog, which is bizarre. And I've I've owned dogs before and can be a real, uh, you know, I love animals, but I can be a real hard ass if that animal is living with me. I can get, uh, I'm the one in charge and I don't like it when they're not doing what I tell them to do. And I used to watch Caesar Milan and get them. And get so many ideas. You don't be aggressive. You're being dominant with the dog. The, is that Norwegian? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going from South Park's version of fucking the dog. Oh, is whisper. it? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was on that, wasn't he? He was. He, he was. did it. Yes. And he fucking, they trained Eric Cartman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was the greatest episode. So Give me the chicken. <laughs> Another chicken thing. But yeah, it's um, so I under I start what was the weird part is that I started interacting with him like I would a dog, and he started he responded that way, and that's when it hit me that he really is going into a primal space and he's behaving the way my dog would, hmm. and so it was very easy for me to start handling him, and, and then it just became fun because then it's, I'm playing with a puppy, and it was just a great deal of fun. And Although one time uh, we were on his bed and, um, I don't know, goofing around, and my back went out. Oh. And he was watching me, and I kind of grimaced, and I got this painful look on my face, and all of a sudden I hear, are you okay? And I freaked the fuck out. I'm all, what the fuck are you doing here? Because I'm so not used to hearing puppies speak. Mm. And so it was very odd. Um, but, yeah, he had come out because he saw me do that fa- that face. I would have dialed 911 with my nose. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and he described it later as, uh, he, it was as if, he speaks of puppy in the third person. It was as if puppy 
could not figure out what that face was, but he knew something was wrong, so he retreated, and I came forward. Right. It was very strange, but it's it's, it's an amazing Bell? thing. Get up to the mic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on a sec, Kathy. Just yeah. tilt your head a Calm little bit down. to this side. This side? I just, <laughs> not, don't block what? my fucking... Is it the wrong way? I'm sorry. Oh I'm my trying. Which way is God. it? God. <sighs> so much, so much sexiness. Which Did way you just do you want put on turn? your clothes because you have to go pee or something? Or are you leaving? Oh, okay. <laughs> I just get sad. Because we did love you naked. And, you get uh, sad when the I, naked girls leave. I do. Yes. <laughs> I told you. I drive them away. She's like, yeah, 40 <laughs> minutes of this. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Mew, hide Bell's clothes. <laughs> Put him in the hiding spot. So, Bell. Oh, my God. You have a hiding spot. I do. I do. It it's keeps him here longer. Keeps him here a little bit longer. <laughs> I put myself and my penis in, in between them and the clothes. They have to kind of get through me to get back to their clothing and their normal life. Bell. Yes. So, you go kitty. I am a kitty. And I have played with you a little bit as mm-hmm. a kitty uh, at Soap. Yep. And you are an amazingly fun kitty. Um, now then, our play... When we played with you as a kitty, I think it was more of a general, a lot of stuff going on. How deep do you normally go as a kitty? Um, I mean, it's just been this past year that I've really gotten into kitty play and really started exploring it and feeling comfortable, especially in a public space mm-hmm. like the play parties, to really go into that headspace. And But, I mean, I've been able to get really deep. And it's really interesting, actually, because it's different than my normal sub or, or even little headspace. Um, where when I first started, it was really similar. And now that I've gotten deeper, it's the only time that I actually feel submissive towards other submissives or like other kitties. Um, I mean, it's we've played in kitty space as well when there was like a whole room of kitties. And I just sort of found out that like I follow what other like what, whatever all of the other kitties are You're doing. You're good with the kitty I just, flow. Like, yeah, I just go ahead. <laughs> like, even if like they're like misbehaving and like leaving the room, I'm like, oh, I guess that's what we're doing right now. I'm going to go follow. Fair enough. In a trail. You're not a leader of the pack. No. It's so, I consider myself a runt of the litter kitten. Aww. So it's just like I go along with whatever we're supposed to be doing. So now, um, have you explored a lot of kitty in private with, a, with an actual trainer that you've actually worked with for a while or no i haven't actually i had just started um in a previous relationship we had literally just started like a week before we broke up and i think that's actually what made me dive deeper into it is because it's something that i hadn't experienced with any partners and so it was a safe place to explore when my other headspaces didn't really feel safe because i was going through that like relationship ending um so it was like oh well like here's a place that i don't associate with anyone else it's just mine that i can explore and be free with that is actually kind of cool yeah it's interesting you say that because the time that we played as part of that group i got that sense you were very much the independent came herself kitty (laughs) you were also the kitty who wore the real tail and i'm curious about the role of the real tail you might want to explain like like with the plug the insert blood plug tails oh that's the best part of fucking hot but i mean does it play into it for you it definitely does um when i first started i just had like a clip-on tail and like that was fun and cute and i loved it but the plug tail actually helps me get deeper into space because because you feel like you have a tail to me yeah like if someone like brushes against it i can feel it um i'm gonna remember that for next time (laughs) and then you tug on it sometime if you're gonna go sexual because i mean we'll get it joe do you need to take her to her car okay 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 um you put on a shirt and so you can walk them out and let them out the door um and get back in without being naked um 
Yes, the the, the tail. <laughs> it is it is an amazing, and which also gets into the sexual aspects. Do you ever go sexual? Because I played with people that are both absolutely. This is not a sexual space, and then I've played with people that are like, "Well, I'm going to be a kitty, and you're going to fuck me." I mean, I don't naturally get into a sexual headspace in it, um, but then like if my trainer or owner, whoever I'm playing with, leads it in that direction. Like it becomes that, but really? it, like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't like naturally. Like I don't think about sex when I'm in that headspace. It's more of like a primal thing where like okay, and now someone's touching me, and so like the animal inside of me starts responding to that touch. Really, the per engine. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I, you know, you, are you open to explore some more of that? <laughs> Boogie, what? How are you perving on, on our audience? Time. What? On your own time. <laughs> this is my time. No, it's not. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I gotta use it. <laughs> but I mean, it's anyone in the LA area if you are interested. It's Soap's annual pet play party is actually this weekend. So is that this weekend? Yep. That is actually annual pet play, and we're doing pet play booth at uh, Carnival Carnival. Yep. We there oh, is. I'm a sorry, lot I just took Unger's. You know, well, are we saying goodbye to uh, Joe? Joe, are you coming back? Or are you guys both going? Okay. Tiger, thank you very much for your nudity. Everyone, yes, thank round you for of your applause. Uh, the harnesses look beautiful. You were gorgeous. Anytime you want to come back, please come back and, and be yourself naked. Um, so can you really quickly tell us what SOAP is? Um, SOAP stands for Social of H Players, and it's one of the largest H play groups in Southern California. We get together once a month and have really awesome fun parties. It's what, the third Sunday of every month here, Threshold? The fourth Sunday? Third? I don't know. Okay, check third. it out on threshold.org. <laughs> threshold.org. I think it's the third. I think it's yeah, the third. Third, yeah. third Sunday yeah. of every month. Unger! Okay. Yes, Boogie. Um, you had a blue light clicky click. Oh, my God. There's actually a couple of different things that have so, come up. Yes, yes, Unger. Uh, one I did, Kathy, what, what Kathy said, I did want to point out that for the first time in a while, we are having pet play at, um, Carnival, at uh, Carnival Carnival. Carnival. That would be very good. What's the date on Carnival Carnival? It would be July 22nd, so it's about a week and a half from now. Is it a week and a half? Yep. Shit, I better call and book that dumpster. Yes. Yeah, Boogie. (laughs) Yes. I have responsibilities. Can you write that as a note on my my laptop? (laughs) I don't even have your laptop open. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) All right, so what else about Pepe? Um, Emily, our, our friend, Emily, sleeping Emily, Emily, Z, 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 wanted to note that many times while she's listening to Perverted Podcast, she is masturbating. That has That's nothing good to, to do know. with pet play. It but doesn't matter. But she's in the chat room. But she is petting with her kitty. That is, she is awesome. She's petting her kitty. Yeah. So, That's I mean, nice. and she I has So, submitted. Emily either is, is masturbating or, or falling asleep or on us. Yeah. So, uh, at least we're good for something. And we, she has submitted at least one uh, featured orgasm. So, yes, that's, that's true. Yeah. Now, Actually, I think Anthony was here last time she, she submitted. Ask her, does she fantasize about us while she's masturbating? Yeah, ask her. I'd really like to, well, to know that. Good I, I love pet play. I mean, this is a great. And to our listeners that think they're not, it's something you should try. Whatever level you try, it's a role play. It's fun. Even if it's just, whether it's a puppy or a kitten or a goldfish or whatever the fuck you want to do, it really is fun to just let go and and be silly. 
have those types of role plays. If you've never done it before, get a ball of yarn, throw it, pat it around, laugh, giggle, make jokes about it. But really, give yourself a chance to try some of these things because I was—I never understood pet play until I had somebody be like, well, by the way, I'm a puppy. Here's how it goes. Bam. And they were fucking gone. Like trance. Like I'm like, and I'm trying to be cool because, you know, I'm, I'm cool. But I'm like, what? What the hell is this? But it was amazing to see this person go. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I mean, it's. I started with pet play just because I liked, like you were talking about earlier, I liked head scritches. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, there's like a thing I can do where I can curl up on someone's lap and get head scritches. And like, it's a thing and they'll enjoy it too. Sure. And then it just sort of evolved from there. And I found more parts of it that I liked and that were fun. And now it's might be my favorite current kink. It's it is de- it is definitely uh, a lot of fun, and so uh, I can tell you how to slam the brakes on a kitty scene like that. So you know, you know that thing uh, the YouTube videos were going around about people throwing cucumbers on the ground behind their cats, and then their cat would turn around and see the cucumber and freak out. I guess I think it's a predator. I haven't f- seen that. Yeah, it's, it's an attack. Yeah, cucumber. I mean they, they go airborne when they see a cucumber. They pretty can, much you can throw a lot of things yeah. behind a cat that it's not yeah. waiting for. I think and it it'll must look airborne. like a snake or something that they're predisposed to be afraid of. Cucumbers. So I have this huh? big fat dildo I always just carry around in my play bag, and they were doing the kitty scene, and I'm like, well, that kind of looks like a cucumber, and I threw it down in the middle of the floor in the purple room. Not the same reaction. In fact, like, it was almost like I hit pause on the scene. And everyone, <laughs> no one everyone just stopped and looked at <laughs> like, you. Well, that's sucky. They said, you are a strange, slanky little man. <laughs> it's hard to feel ashamed at threshold, <laughs> but I felt ashamed of that. Oh, I feel ashamed here all the time. I try shit and it fails all the time. I mean, just, I mean, a whole room of kitties just stopping and looking at you and going, really? This is where you're going to go? You have failed For life shame, again. Anthony. Epic Fail. Just shame. Yes, Unger. Oh, um, Emily said she mostly thinks about um, uh, Mew and Abyss. Really? Yes. And why wouldn't you, really? <laughs> and, I just um, am surprised I'm involved in this. <laughs> and You're surprised you're not involved in it? No, I'm surprised I am involved in it. And Aki just noted that she started her Hitachi and is holding it between her legs while we're chatting. All right, so we got Aki-chan. Who is Aki-chan? Aki-chan's yep. uh, working and the Hitachi. Emily, wow. You know... Why Lazarus talking. is just noticing, noting it's the best chat ever. Laz. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand how amazing this I don't care if our show is sloppy. It is sloppy. Because it is. It's sloppy and mostly unprofessional, and I'm mostly very inarticulate. And there's a big bunny. But there's a giant big bunny in the corner <laughs> and fucking naked people, and we we really have fun. Yes, we do. We have fun. Whatever you're going to say about that, you can say anything you want. But you know what? We're having fun. And, and if, if you're not having fun, uh, why aren't you having fun? If we could just throw a naked guy in there once in a while, please. That sounds like a great idea. Look, naked girls. I, I offered. What? Oh, and that yeah, is that's our, our show. show. Oh, okay, thank you. Uh, Threshold for providing this perverted playground for us to record. And if you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight. To Unger and everybody in our new chat room. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Boogie, you're not even paying it. Okay, to the two beautiful naked women who are here. He's doing. He's doing. Show me those panties. Spread a little bit for me. That's it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. 
And if you think our show has value, hit that little donate button on pervertedpodcast.com and watch us squee with delight like the whores that we are. Go ahead. Get going, Boogie. You're looking all weird. Stop making those noises. God, you're freaking me out. He's doing the Caddyshack gopher dance. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I'm all right. (laughs) Okay, so we'll be back next week for show 111. And uh, this next song in honor of this show, it's a horrible old recording from like whenever. But it is a song called If My Cat Likes You. And you guys don't have to hear it. I add it later. But anyway, and can you guess, spread just ba- one more time for me? Just show on me your panties. One, oh my god! It's, it's just a fucking the vaginas are awesome. I need that. I <laughs> thank you very much. All right, you guys. We'll see you guys next week for show one eleven. Here's if my cat likes you. Goodman got a good job, I'm trying to look in the best I can. I just want a good girl. I'm honest and I'm loyal, and I never ever chew my nails. It seems that's not enough, she said. If you want to win my heart, there's just one more little test. She said, If my cat likes you, well, I might let you stay. If my cat likes you, well, hey, you might get laid. It's my feline frustration. How a girl leaves a man. Gotta get the part of approval Like a tuna fish and... So basically what you're telling me here Is that something with a brain the size of a marble Is going to psychologically evaluate me And she said, pretty much yes It's been that way for the last 70 guys are so updated So deal with it And I said, well, okay, but... How long did it take you to date 70 guys? If my cat likes you, well, I might let you stay. If my cat likes you, well, hey, you might get paid. If I feel like frustration, how a girl rapes a man. Gotta get the ball of approval like a tuna fish. I'm sitting on her couch And sweat is forming on my brow And now she's bringing out that cat That will decide if I'm a good man Pussy got dropped right on my lap Started to purr and took a nap Girlie's eyes went wide as her blouse came off I guess I'll pass the popcorn out If my cat likes you Well, I might let you stay If my cat likes you Well, hey, you might get laid If my feet on frustration a girl is a man Gotta get the part of a girl Like a tuna fish
Oh yeah, cats don't pant. 